welcome, and thank you for listening to the Muses of the Crystal Lotus. everyone and welcome to another episode of the Muses of the Crystal Lotus. Today we have a guest speaker, Tenille Spencer. She is the owner of Natural Healing Massage. She has an office here in the store. She's our fifth muse, but this is her She's first appearance. Muse. Hello! <laughs> I made it! Our massage therapist. Uh, a very good one, by the way. Thank and you. And of course we have Tina with Christina... Reiki with Christina and Golden. Stephanie Lanham, who takes care of Rediscover Health and Grounded Teas mm-hmm. and so many other things around here. I can't even count them. Not tea in my cup today, folks. No, nope, I don't think Sorry. anybody has tea today. We have water. We have coffee, coffee, coffee. Saturday mornings are for coffee. So yes. No, it's not, but okay. I say that because I don't like coffee. It tastes burnt to me. You are outnumbered. Three to I one. know that. Oh, yeah. Trust me, I've always been outnumbered. I'm actually four to one because Jeannie drinks oh, yeah. coffee too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's not so. here though. She don't count. She not old. today anyway. She counts. What a horrible just, thing to I meant say. today about coffee. I'm telling. I'm telling Jeannie. She's going to see it. it. <laughs> she What I meant by that, she's not here at the moment. Regardless of what she's counted in the four. We love you. We love you, Jeannie. Exactly. We hope you get better soon. Get better, Mama. (laughs) All right. Well, so, Tennille. Yeah. Tell everybody. I mean, they've seen us on camera a couple times. They've heard our story. They know what we do and how we do it. So, tell everybody about you. Okay. Hello. (laughs) Um, So, as I said, my name's Tennille, um, and I'm the massage therapist here. I've been working, or in practice, I should say, for about five and a half years now, almost six. Um, I love to use cupping in my sessions. I'll get into that later. Um, I've been practicing with my heated bamboo. I do raindrop therapy. I do deep tissue. Um, I, of course, you know, Swedish and um, neuromuscular therapy. That's trigger point therapy. You're not... Um, so, I've had training and tried to, to work those out nuts? for you. Not, not. not. I don't, I don't, oh, sorry. I do. For the record, I do not work on nuts. <laughs> no, what I meant is being crazy. Okay. <laughs> well, well, I mean, to a great start. To be fair, you did say bamboo, so I mean, if we're thinking trees here, nuts yeah. do grow on trees. Yeah, so. not bamboo. Though. I don't work on trees though. I love them. As you can tell, there are a lot of nuts at this table. <laughs> exactly. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so, so what is the heated bamboo? Because you said that, and my cold chills, like, I'm like, that sounds really good. Um, <laughs> it is really good. Um, the bamboo has the same piezoelectric quality as your hands. Um, uh-huh. Piezoelectric quality. I know, big words for before a first cup of coffee, right? <laughs> um, which means that it can, like, hook into the muscle tissue, um, and it melts it where it's already heated, and I can go in deeper and do a deeper stretch. So it's like a full body deep tissue using heated bamboo. Sometimes using it on the muscles, that's really hard to get warmed up and work into because you have to uh, warm the muscles up before you can go in deeper. Um, it just kind of melts it for you while it's going in deeper. <laughs> See, I do this motion a lot when I do bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> Both me. Both me. Yeah, no, so I'm, like, I'm like, can we pause this for a second? So, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we want her to demonstrate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I know that sounds amazing. That sounds heavenly. It does. So you said you've been practicing for five and a half years? Yeah, almost six. How yeah. long have you been here at the Crystal Lotus? 
Um, she's coming up on her first year here. No, it's been a year. It was a Has year in June. Okay, well, well, a year and a half. Might have time for yeah. when you're having fun. <laughs> or when you're yeah. having COVID. So I mean. yeah. Many moons I've been in the shop, and I love it. Um, if you've not been to this shop, every time I walk into work, I'm like, ah. <laughs> and this is the only place I've ever worked where I stay and hang out when I'm not making money. Yeah. So. That's true. Yeah. That is true. It's, Everybody stays and hangs out when they're not making money. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very, I mean, I'm sure you guys have picked up already that we feel like the stop is a very healing place. And we love the vibes and the atmosphere. So We're family. Exactly. Which is why we're nuts. I just like that there's so many different avenues of healing and we all offer so so much knowledge and avenues to heal that if someone comes in here with any issue whether it be um health it could massage could work your your healing with foods and stuff could help reiki can help stones Mm -hmm. can help there's just so many avenues that no matter what you're going through um one, two, or three of us is going to be able to show you ways to make your life a little better. And I love the all-around healing that goes on here. Yeah. Well, I may be the Reiki master, but I'm not the only one here. Okay? She's also, Shauna's one of my students. She's a Reiki master. Tenille but when is, she is in the house, she is the Reiki master. Yeah. The, the, the doctor. The, the <laughs> doctor, Dr. Tina. And Tenille is at level two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Stephanie's going to take her level two today. Yay. Mm-hmm. I'm she not going to let her talk herself out of it yeah, either. Yeah, she's already said that there's mm-hmm. no talking myself out of the class. <laughs> do it. So. Or I invite you to do it. How about that? No, well, I just like, I, like I said in the, <laughs> in the she, last She was one. like, I don't really care what your excuses are. So. <laughs> We're ready. <laughs> like, I, like I said in, in, in our last episode, okay, we now have Jeannie. Who is also a Director of Expressions. We have Master Tina. We have soon to be soon to be Dr. Stevie. Yep. We have Asen, the all time master. Um, what's your title gonna be? Um Queen Massage Therapist. <laughs> queen Massage. Okay, Queenie. Queen B. Okay. Queen T. Queen T. Yeah, she's Queen T. Um, you would have to. Oh, you would be, you, I like Queen T. Oh, oh wow. We I might like have a new that. hashtag. No, I, don't like, <laughs> I, like I don't like Queen. What about uh, Queen T? Princess, maybe? What like about Goddess? What about hey, Goddess? Goddess would be great. Queen Meow. Queen Meow. Queen Meow. <laughs> yes. Miss Goddess Meow Meow. There you um, go. Goddess Meow Meow. I'm, 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 the, out, I'm, I'm the outer on on this because she has cat she has cat she has cats so i'm a dog she has person. a dog <laughs> jt well he's he's more of a human than a dog well agreed they're That's all babies mm-hmm. and he he really does keep the bed nice and warm <laughs> when he lets you sleep yeah my dog athena keeps the bed warm even after i leave when i flick the lights on she looks at me and buries herself under the blankets like it's not time to get up <laughs> see the cat my cat will make sure that she's in the room when i do get up so that she can steal my already warm spot for her <laughs> she's oh. she's not the bed warmer she likes the bed already warmed before oh, she gets in my cat's waking me up because they're ready for fresh num nums and water <laughs> 
Sometimes I have to feed them and give them water, crawl back to bed. Most animals are like that. JT's favorite thing is to turn the bed down for me at night. He knows when I'm getting ready to come in, and he'll go in, and he pulls all the blankets down and then lays down with his head on my pillow. And I come in, and he gets up, and he goes to the foot of the bed. So He's such a good baby. He is, and that was without training. <laughs> no, he's, he's training like, you, though. I'm it's just, mom is bedtime. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're being trained. You just don't know it. Yeah, he did that to me last night. He, I, I came in, and I would, you know, pajamas, robe, already, and remembered that I had some things I needed to post, and so I went to the computer. And he got up off the bed, came over and looked at me and just gave me that, what are you doing? This, this is not <laughs> you know, what we were doing. The bed is ready, Mom. Yeah, that's exactly and right. You go keep the bed warm. I'll be there in a minute. And he jumped back up on the bed and laid down right where he was. He knows. I love animals. He's, he's just amazing. Animals are so intuitive. Uh, yes, they, they are. People just don't understand how intuitive they are sometimes. Well, hell then. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, heck. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, we warned you. We are kind of unplugged on this thing, so. I remember, hey. I'll have to remember the maybe E symbol. <laughs> maybe we said something, but maybe we didn't. I don't know. Okay. I'm just going to get a little sign that says beep. What I said, what I meant to say. <laughs> censored. Okay. Is that they know more than one language. We only know our language, but they know us, theirs, and they can communicate with each other, but we don't know a lot of times what the heck they're thinking. I speak now. Yes, I bet you do. <laughs> I think with JT, it's more a mental telepathy thing. I mean, he will come and, and sit in front of you and look you dead in the eye, and then it's all of a sudden, no, you're not getting a treat now, and he'll walk off. It's just, you know, they're so intuitive. They know, they know what's going on with us. They know, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of them are so gifted. They can tell when seizures are coming on. They can tell when blood sugar drops. They or have, rises I mean, too high. You know, they're just amazing. Mm-hmm. And I have seen this in cats as well as dogs. It's not just in dogs. She knows when to cuddle when I'm sad. I was getting ready to say, yeah, whenever I'm upset, they do. They all come and lay and pile and, like, be nice, not beg for things, but mm-hmm. be like, Mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is all fun and games until, you know, the biscuits come out and yeah. the nails are in the skin. Oh, and Let me tell you something. I have watched so many videos of cats giving massages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They ought to be the instructors. Yes. They <laughs> would be natural. Rating. They could teach you how to do that purr thing while they're doing it. I can't. <laughs> purr is supposed to be really good for the humans because it's more do calming. Like, that's kind I, of I can't purr like that either. <laughs> I can't roll my R, so I sure can't shut purr. up. <laughs> Don't shut up. <sighs> Enough of the purring. Yeah, I'm not going to even try. Just makes you tired, it, just, no, it just makes me like, I, I, there's something I cannot do. So let me ask you a though. question. <laughs> okay, as, aside from cats and massage, I know you do massage. Yep. Okay. Is there a special technique that you have to use on people who have something like osteoporosis or arthritis? Um, you just have to be more mindful. I do. I have worked on um, several clients that have arthritis in their hands, and I really just do 
very light pressure work and just stripping and I can feel I don't I don't know how to explain it to other people but it's almost like a congestion that like I'll move out yeah, and I'll, I'll start to like try and get the blood flow around their joints and I had a lady who at the end of it was going like this and she goes I haven't moved my hand like this mm-hmm. in days like she drove to get here like this and just mm-hmm. for her to be able to do that well she was just like amazed so it's not like it's going to make your arthritis go away or heal it but there's mm-hmm. just ways to lightly work the tissue surrounding it that's been uh, a little inflamed, swollen, congested, where it's not getting all the blood flow and stuff it needs to and work the blood flow and warm up the muscle tissue surrounding to where the joints can actually move again a little better. So just being mindful when you go in. What about osteoporosis? Osteoporosis? Um, I believe I would just do the same. I mean, just be mindful and work it the same. I don't... um, I've not really had anybody come in with specifically that that I was working on. Yes, you have. You? I don't think I realized. Sorry. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched you break that one. I have yeah. osteoporosis and scoliosis. Well, scoliosis is one side That's of the... why you'll see me doing this all the time because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I can't realign my back. But I can stop from getting hunched. Well, anytime I've worked Maybe on you, I just really, <laughs> really try to warm the tissues up because your muscles are very locked. You need lots of love regularly, young lady. Regularly. You need, owning a business. You need regular attention. Um, I'd be happy to give you okay. regular attention. They're up on me. But mm-hmm. um, with you, your muscles are so locked up that I normally spend a lot of it just trying to warm them up so I can, you know, manipulate them the way I need to and work some of it out. As far as uh, scoliosis where the spine is curved, a lot of times the muscles are stretched out on one side mm-hmm. and they're super, the super tight on the other where they've just been locked in that position. So again, it's just trying to warm them and stretch them out normally from the rib cage around mm-hmm. and just to where this side's not so tight being stretched and this side can release a little bit to where maybe it can help, you know, alleviate the pulling on the spine, which is not going to make that go away again either. Mm-hmm. But it can alleviate the pulling on the spine a little bit and uh, lessen the pain that you're going through. I don't know about you guys, but listening to her talk makes me really want a massage. Like I'm sitting here going, like, I need some love. I need some TLC. Every, I, I'm a firm believer that everybody TLC. does for one thing not or another. TLC, Even if it's not pain. I, I know that there are certain um, religious beliefs that don't allow other people to, to touch you. I know that there are some psychological beliefs about people who maybe are overweight or have a lot of scarring on their body. They don't want to strip down to get a massage. Tennille has a way around that. Well, I mean, all all therapists, for the most part, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but all the ones that I know and who I've been trained with, um, first off, we see with our hands. So many times, like, I'm working on an area, and I'm staring off to the wall because I'm not looking at your muscle tissue. If I'm in certain areas, I'm watching what I'm doing to be mindful of my hand placement. But I'm looking with my hands. Um, I complete, you're completely draped, except for the surface area that we're working on. Mm -hmm. So it's not, you're not laying there completely naked. If I'm working on your leg, your whole body's covered, except for your leg that's draped or your back. Um, As far as size... We don't care about, we're not there to body shame you or anything like that. Um, we're there to help you. Any person who went into this um, <clears throat> this field went into it to help people. Mm-hmm. We're not 
we're all all therapists are different shapes and sizes, mm-hmm. and we still need work. Um, and people who are worried about touch, some people have been through things, um, traumatizing things, and that's another thing about massage therapy is it's a compassionate touch. Um, sometimes getting that um, compassionate healing touch has made people you know release and start breaking down and crying, and that's okay. And that moment we asked, do you want to keep working? Do you need a minute? But that's we're trained to deal with that too. So we we have store a lot, a lot of emotion, emotional release. We, yeah, yeah, we store those emotions. And you you feel when you massage my back that I store my emotions and tension right behind my shoulders. So that is and most your, people. Most people tension is stored right across the. This body is where a lot of our work comes from. Um, this is the weight of the world on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Are needing to um, live up to other people's standards, like your boss or pushing yourself because mm-hmm. you have huge expectations, which you normally always meet, but you push yourself really hard for them. She um, has all of those get stored through here. Mm-hmm. Um, anger, hate, frustration, those get stored in your glutes. Mm. Um, funny story, I used to get this pain in my hip right here and it'd flare up and I wouldn't understand why and then I realized the father of my child, any time that we would get in an argument, that would flare up. I was like, you're literally a pain in my butt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know that when I do Reiki, I tell everyone that if you have, usually if you have pain in the very lower back, just below your waist, that deals with financial worry. Okay, so I have a knot. (laughs) All right, so right here, I have a knot. That is the base of my spine right above my butt. Um, and it gets tender and sore um, just like the ones up here. Mm-hmm. What, what emotion is down here at the very base of your back? Um, I don't know about right there. Right on the bottom side of your hip and like your glute area, that is, um, that's the anger and hate that, and frustration. And frustration. Um, I actually was trying to get a chart to where I would like know them all and be able to point them all to people too. Well, see, I think that would be fantastic because mm-hmm. you know I've been to multiple massage therapists and not one massage therapist has told me, well, this is the emotion that's connected with your knots in this specific area, mm-hmm. and so that really goes above and beyond the physical aspect of the, the healing aspect of massage therapy because you're actually giving people something to think about as well you know this is your this is your stress this is the weight of the world this is all of this what are you you know potentially going through right now what are some things that you can work through to help balance that and that's something that you just don't get anywhere else in Mm -hmm. reiki what you always talk is that you need to heal what is causing the problem not just the problem itself right because usually there's a lot of we try not to do band-aids here. Right. We no. try to root get causes. to the root cause. And, right. And, if and you know what the root cause co- you could fix something temporarily, but if you don't fix the root cause, it will always come back. Always. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I've been able to work on someone and know specifically it's after talking to them, it's how they sit, it's how what they do for their job, this mm-hmm. and that. But I've worked on people and hit a spot, and I'm like, my intuition's like, okay. Uh, does this bring a memory or a thought when I work on this? Do you feel like a certain way? And if they're like, yes, I'm like, are you ready to let that go? And if they're like, no, I'm like, okay, this isn't going to leave or release until you're ready to let that go. I'll work mm-hmm. at what I can. But I, I, it's, mm-hmm. my intuition just tells me in that moment. So it's, it's kind of been both. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I it just, really is. I love so that. It, I find it fascinating. Do you use um, like reflexology or pressure points when you massage? Um, I have taken a short reflexology point and, or rheology, rheology point, I can't even talk this morning, um, 
class and I have done it before. It's not something I do on a regular, but if I know certain organs or something's acting up, sometimes I will go to the feet and push that point and see if it's congested. That goes along with meridian pathways and a whole other thing, which so I'm those... not I'm familiar with, but I don't can't sit there and point out your 28 glad, gallbladder points. Okay. Like, <laughs> so that's what reflexology is, is the pressure points for specific things. Okay, because I get... the ref- same thing as, like, acupuncture. acupuncture. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get... They use those pressure or points. Or acupressure and acupuncture. Mm-hmm. I get that right. confused with um, kinesiology. Kinesiology is a study of the muscles, where they connect, and how they move your body. Okay, because that's what I've been having. My chiropractor's been doing a lot of kinesiology work with my muscles to strengthen Yeah, so they've been, they've been pushing areas and having you move and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, that's like uh, this bone, uh, this muscle's connected to here and here, and it causes you to move a certain way, and it's working that out. That's well, kinesiology. Rub it too. Rub it well, if it hurts, it needs it. Well, if it hurts, <laughs> if it's tender, that tells you that's a problem spot. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've had a lot of those, so. And I go back on Tuesday, and I'm just kind of, like, not looking forward to it, honestly. This is called Joining My Group, Workaholics <sighs> Anonymous. <laughs> yep. Well, I've always been a workaholic, though. Yes. Well, Tina's been a member for many, many, many years. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've been at my job for, what, 33 years now? Not counting this job, you know, here. this That's my regular job, I guess. I want to say muggle, but I'm like, okay, I'm not very <laughs> muggle you're, you're, you're a muggle. You're a muggle job. No, that's the, it's now what I'm going to start re- uh, referring to your full-time job as your muggle job. <laughs> my muggle job. So, I've been doing it. it for 33 years now. And... Um, the here I've been doing it since uh, I've took my first Reiki class in two thousand one. Came a master in April the fourth of two thousand four. You know I really do need to look up that what the series of numbers of fours are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have it on my phone. <laughs> I have it in on my desk, honey. I'm, okay. I'm right now, I so keep meaning keep to talking. do that, but when I think about yeah, because it makes it very easy for me to remember too. Yeah. Four 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 is an angel number, actually. Uh, this is a sign that your angels are with you, supporting you, guiding you, and assisting you with unconditional love and frequency. All is well. Remember to listen to your intuition and ask your angels for help. Mm-hmm. And with Reiki, my gods and my angels, I get all kinds of help with that. Mm-hmm. I have a whole slew of people that helps me. So. so this is what this one says on mine. Okay. The universe and your spiritual guides are protecting you. Pay attention to your thoughts and your environment when you see this number. God is with you, love. And yeah. I've never doubted that. No. No, he's always with us. My Lord, my gods and goddesses. There's God, but I call him Lord, and then I call my gods and goddesses. I call, except that way, everyone's encompassed in that. That's just the way I call, talk You know, to I think another beautiful part of the Crystal Otis shop that I think a lot of people don't necessarily get, they look at the sign and they say, okay, Crystal Otis, metaphysical gifts. Mm-hmm. They automatically assume that it's all... Pagan? Exactly. No, it's no. not. And we are an eclectic mixture of Christian and Catholic and, and Druid, Druid and <laughs> Pagan and et cetera, et cetera. Like there's everybody in here and we're all coexisting and we don't judge each other based mm-hmm. on our backgrounds and we our support beliefs. Each other and because of that. It's just so no, but I, beautiful. I to, Sorry. I, to, I do have to correct you because a lot of people get this confused too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Christian is a category. Yes, it is. There are currently 68 different 
sects and that's of like Christianity the in Baptist, this country. Lutheran, etc., etc. Right? Yes. Okay. It covers all of the the Christian yeah. belief systems. Mm-hmm. Pagan is everything else. True. Oh, so just... It's Druidism. It's Celtic. It's Norse. It's Wicca. It's everything else. Oh, okay. Well, see, I didn't realize that. Well, Thank it's you for because in in the Christian belief system, mm-hmm. you have one God, mm-hmm. one Savior. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the pagan belief systems, there are a plethora of gods and goddesses and goddesses, almost in all of them. You know, mm-hmm. you hear like with Greek mythology, for example, and you have right. like Zeus and Hera and all of the those gods mm-hmm. and goddesses. What um, particular pathway, I guess, represents or really idolizes those gods and goddesses? Do you know? There is no pathway. It's just a pagan belief system okay. because there's more than one god. I'm, I'm still ignorant on some of those things. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I'm learning, you know. It's okay. I'm learning too. I learn every day. Huh? Greco? I don't know. <laughs> That that's well, I, I never I never thought about culturally. It. It's if like there's... if you're if you're a Christian, and the pathway to Christianity is through Jesus and God, mm-hmm. one and the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, not really. Okay, okay. <coughs> but well, God created His Son so that He could walk the earth as a man, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. But okay. Then your path is Christianity, right? Right. This is the belief system you follow. Correct. The interesting thing is that modern Wicca is based on Christianity. Okay? But it's more open-minded than just this little path that you have to stay on and you can't go left or right. You, You have to stay on this path. With the Grecian, Roman plethoras, all of that, to them, there is one God, which is Zeus. Okay, there is um, many gods and goddesses. He's just the leader, mm-hmm. just like my belief. Okay, God the Creator right. is the leader, and. I tell people it doesn't matter which path you're on. If you were raised Christian, you keep those core beliefs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you were raised, say, Buddhist, you keep those core beliefs. Yeah. But you can expand out. In the Christian belief system, everything I have I was ever taught, Catholic. Protestant, Methodist, Baptist. <laughs> um, you can't you can't expand on your understanding. There is one God, one Savior, the Holy Ghost to guide you, and all the angels. And anything beyond that is paganism, and that's a no no. Well, so in here, <clears throat> I have some. Basic. We don't have no nos. 
That's right. What you well, believe think, is your choice. Yeah. I have some Christian beliefs, but I also am Druid. So mm-hmm. I have all those beliefs as well. So yeah. I look at myself as being a Christian Druid. So I think that's where, kind of where I was <coughs> aiming at with, with the original statement was we look past the differences yes. and bring in the humanity. Yes. Which is something that, kind of like a lesson that I think a lot of people could could relearn. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Agreed. anyways, that was a deep, deep topic of conversation. Took a left turn. So, we took a left <laughs> turn. turn. Um, so, let's see. Last time we were on an episode, we were talking about diabetes and yes. diabetes awareness. Um, we've been picking Tina's brain for what? two weeks now with, oh, your, yeah. with diabetes. diabetes. And it is something I've struggled with. I'm not saying it was an easy path. It's something I've struggled with for a long time. Now, still struggling with it. Now we're going to add something else. Oh, so we, we talked, last last episode we did a lead in, we already said we were going to talk about Thanksgiving and some of the ways mm-hmm. that we can help um, manage some blood sugar levels and um, prevent some of those Thanksgiving crashes mm-hmm. that everybody typically has. Turkey mm-hmm. naps. And we talked about that before the episode Double even began today. <laughs> yes. We started off with... Um, the lead-in discussion. We were we were doing our bloopers reel. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, God, the but, beans! Hey, hey, oh my goodness, Tina, tell me what you said that what is what was your tip to prevent the blood sugar crash? What did you say you did last year that that may or may not have worked for you? It didn't work. Okay, I uh, overexposed. Uh, what I mean by Excuse that? Me? Well, <laughs> that's not Happy what I meant by that. <laughs> You really need to watch portion control. Mm-hmm. Really, you do. Last year, my portion control was like this on the day because I had not ate breakfast and I was waiting. So ah. I was really bad, bad Bingo. girl. Bingo. That's right. So <laughs> tip number one. Wait. Tip yes. number one. Make sure you eat breakfast. breakfast. A little something. Okay. Does mimosas count? No. No. <laughs> That's tip number three, but we'll get to <laughs> <laughs> That's for after the eating. Yeah. Actually, you need to watch, being a diabetic, you need to watch your alcohol consumption because that was tip it will three. also, I know, I know we're skipping one, but we'll go back to it <laughs> because alcohol turns into sugar in your body and it will raise your blood sugar levels. Mm. Not saying which, you can't have the occasional wine or whatever. Makes me want to ask the question is, is there any special massage that would help people with diabetes? Because a lot of times with diabetes, they have the circulation issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do Swedish massage to increase. The point of Swedish massage is a very light, full body massage. And the point of that is to get the circulatory system working through the whole body. So if that is a symptom you're having from diabetes, then yes, that can help. Okay. And the second question is, is there a massage that can help with Gobble and groan. Um. <laughs> there is okay. There is an abdominal massage you can do. You have to show everybody how it works. It's um, it uh, I do that. And I'm it's not called licensed. the I Love You. It actually helps. You can help babies that um are colicky. It's good for constipation. Um, but it's called I Love You because you come up, you massage up this way, and then you massage you across. Over. Move you go up. up, and then you go over, and that's your L, <laughs> so you and you massage her. that, and then you go over, and you go down, and that's your I love you. So that's your ascending colon, large intestine, it ascends on this side. Actually, okay, 
wrong side. You go up the left because go it goes down this way. Yeah, because if you go, yeah, so start up your left side. If you can start up your right and go down on that one, you're going to compact even more. And you'll actually feel where you're compacted Are you sure through it's here. On that side? Compact, yeah, because it comes down this side. You're descending. Yeah, I think your descending's on this side. Yeah, so you don't want to go down your descending, you're going to compact what's already compacted. If you're constipated and it's compact right here, you don't want to push it down. Well, usually I was you always wanna, taught it's, it's wanna, the clockwise motions in order to make your stomach go. To relax it and get the... Because that goes with the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're running and moving and doing all these actions, then your energy and your blood and everything is out on your limbs. Mm-hmm. But when you're in parasympathetic, then when like you're resting and stuff... Um, then your energy, your blood, and everything that's working can go yeah. to your organs and heal that. Yeah, because you don't digest if you're in a flight, fight or flight response. Yeah. Just remember that you yeah. don't digest if you are chronically stressed. But if you're if you're mm. constipated and you're compacted through here, you don't want to push everything down. You kind of want to work it up, massage it up. So and, speaking of which, if you can't poop, and let's then talk. Over. <laughs> and then you can go down. But you, as you do that, you're kind of like loosening it up while relaxing your stomach. Yeah, so that's But I automatically, when I'm full belly, I'm rubbing it this way too. But that's just... Transverse and descending colon. And that's your outlet. That's where you go out. Yeah. yeah. But, but doing this right here is just kind of like relaxing and bringing the energy and getting everything moving back in your belly. Yeah. You can even double hand that like this. Hey, listen. You got, you got clients that can't poop. We need to, we need to cross-refer. Okay, <laughs> if, if, and if you can't poop, we need to talk I'm, because there's ways. Sorry, mom, but I need to send my mom to you. I was thinking about that last night. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, mom, Shady. you just got a big <laughs> shout out. <laughs> <laughs> so, but another thing, another tip that I had on the list um, for managing Thanksgiving kind of goes along those lines of not being able to poop is what is your hydration levels? You know, are you drinking water during your Thanksgiving meal? It's all I drink. There's a lot of sodium in some of those foods that people cook. I mean, if you're brining your turkey overnight in salt water, I mean, all that sodium is going to absorb in the turkey meat Mm -hmm. and make it real juicy, and I'm about to slobber. But um, (laughs) (laughs) any kind of, like, boxed stuffing mix, the things along those lines, you're going to be adding salt in. You're adding salt to your green beans. You're adding salt to your... Um, whatever else. I mean, it's always, we're, we're consuming a lot of sodium. Mm-hmm. So making sure that we're consuming enough water during the day. And, um, well, that will help with the sodium level, of course, making sure that we stay hydrated so that our bowel movements can actually flow better. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, um, constipation is, you're dehydrated. You don't have enough water in your colon to actually make it flow out like we need to. It also helps to flush the sugar out of your system, too. Yeah. And so by drinking water... That's when you get your sugar goes high, you get very thirsty. Uh, it replaces... Because I'm not... A, I like to not use the word avoid as much as possible. Because when you start telling people to, revo- to avoid and restrict, then That's they're kind of like, they don't want to, do you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we want to we add in. And we want to crowd out certain things. So by adding in the water... Naturally, we're removing the higher sugar beverages, your pops, your sodas, mm-hmm. your sweet teas, things along those lines. Which I'm not allowed to have any That those things add calories, empty calories. They add sugar. Your diet sodas are worse than your regular sodas because it's still going to tell your brain that you're consuming sugar. Your body's going to say, I'm still not getting it. Is a whole nother problem. It's terrible. Um, so, man, drinking that water in adds or crowds out the other things, which are 
terrible for your blood sugar. So plus, it makes you more full. Drinking water before you eat your meal will actually make you feel a little bit more full, so you don't eat as much either. So that's a personal experience that you have. Yes, I have. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's a personal experience everybody has at Thanksgiving. It doesn't seem to matter. You know, you go in there and you go, look at this spread. I am just going to eat my portion sizes. Which is difficult. So that I can stay on my diet. But the thing is, when you have family that goes, here, eat. Especially (laughs) if you have Italian family. Uh, Manja, manja. Um, (laughs) It's not just Italian. Let me tell you, mine's Irish and German. uh That's another one, too. Potatoes, potatoes, potatoes. Oh, that's right. (laughs) We're pasta, pasta, pasta. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie is, eat your veggies first. (laughs) Tip number four. (laughs) What was two? Did we skip two? Yes, we went. See, we went breakfast. Yes, Mm -hmm. which Um, I didn't do last year, so I know not to do this year. And then water. Okay, so I guess water was tip number two. Okay, so Um, make sure we didn't miss two. No, we missed three. Tip number three was going to be we touched upon it is the limiting the alcohol because that actually falls under one of those higher um, calorie sugar containing beverages that will spike your blood sugar up. So Mm -hmm. in mimosas, as she mentioned. Um, it's a mix breakfast. between champagne <laughs> and orange juice, with her, which are both two sugar-laden oh items. Gosh, that would so, not be good for, me. for blood sugar management, you want to make sure you're limiting your mimosas and following up with something that's you know able to stabilize that. So, so I'm a sinner. I'm gonna go ahead and put that out right now. <laughs> we know she's not a saint. Uh, <laughs> I never claim to be that either. But I have this wine glass I break out every Thanksgiving, and it's all hand painted. It has a big turkey on it, and says "Gobble till you wobble." <laughs> and that wine glass stays full all day while I make sure everybody gobbles till I wobble. Make sure everybody else gobbles until you wobble. Happy Thanksgiving! <laughs> <laughs> so I'm breaking all the rules. Don't don't take my advice for your di- uh, diabetic needs. Mm, don't judge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was tip number three, and then tip number four was just was making sure that you do prioritize those those vegetables and those proteins. Um, the non-starchy vegetables and proteins above some of the other things. Um, you know, the green beans are really good. I don't corn know. Corn is starchy. Corn is starchy. Peas are starchy. Carrots, cooked carrots are starchy. And so potatoes. Sweet but potato casserole is starchy. Awesome. Sugar. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not saying. It's one of those things I have to make sure I just get a little tiny scoop. And I'm not, I'm definitely not saying don't enjoy, please, please do enjoy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, don't because deprive, that's tip number five still. is don't feel upset if you don't have the perfect portions or if you don't do the perfect things because the moment that you kick yourself in the butt saying I blew it is the moment your cortisol levels kick in, okay. which cortisol increases blood sugar, which increase, yep. increases insulin, and which increases cravings, fat. which start all over. Stomach fat. So the last thing we want to do is is give ourselves that extra stress and pressure that we have to be perfect. Right. Well, if nothing else, if you're done that with way. that, get up and go for a walk. Tip number six. You're on the tips today, Tina. Well, that's because I have that problem. Walking after you eat has been studied mm-hmm. to reduce blood sugar levels as efficiently mm-hmm. as a prescription drug. Hmm. 
and I will do my best to make sure, Stephanie, this is a reminder, I'm looking right at you on the camera, this is a reminder <laughs> to find that study and put it in the show notes so that people can go to the link, they can follow the link, they can read about how beneficial walking is for blood sugar after a meal. Mm-hmm. And it helps your digestion. And your it Your belly helps, yeah. feels better after you walk. Absolutely. And it's supposed to help burn the calories, too, to help you reduce the weight or keep the weight down. In, in the case of Thanksgiving or mm-hmm. Christmas dinners, help try to keep it more normal instead of having to gain the weight. My mind goes immediately to, okay, I walked. Now I need a massage. Because I don't, I don't do a lot of walking outside the store. I put on about twenty miles a day in the store, but outside the store, I'm a couch potato. My hair is crazy today. I keep looking at the so camera. Says mine. Girl. See, Thanksgiving, my brain goes straight to mashed potatoes. <laughs> and then, and then there are those things too that if you wanted to substitute out, say, mashed potatoes for mashed cauliflower. Oh, I've been doing that with my Oh my roast. gosh, it's so good. I have had, I have this recipe. I have a Thanksgiving recipe book, by the way, mm-hmm. um, but I have this recipe for mashed cauliflower that it turns out tasting just like buttery mashed potatoes, and you wouldn't know the difference. I need this recipe, please. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'll throw it in the notes, Do you like too. shrimp? I love shrimp. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, if you ever want to do poor man shrimp, you take the, the broccoli florets, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, you dip them and you roll them in Cajun seasoning and stuff. And you air cook them or fry them. Tastes just like that. Broccoli? What? Cauliflower. Cauliflower. Okay. You did broccoli. say broccoli. Cauli- I'm sorry. Um, cauliflower. Cauliflower is an underappreciated vegetable that can oh, transform to just it. about everything. Well, the thing <laughs> it is, though, my, like a little my marinara sauce on top of that. Like with my some boyfriend pasta. would say, he doesn't like cauliflower. He said, because it doesn't taste like anything. I said, it's what you put with it and how you mm-hmm. fix Make it, it. Yeah. that gives the taste to it. Mm-hmm. But then I can sit and eat it raw, too. So it, it, yep. you oh, know, don't Cauliflower me. buffalo wings, mm. you never know the difference. And cauliflower mashed potatoes though is my jam. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I couldn't get rice. I couldn't get David to try it just because he knew it was cauliflower. Mm. If he would have never have known, and I've been like, "Hey, baby, I made mashed potatoes. Try these," you know, he would have never have known. But he watched yeah. me do it. You have to test him yeah. out. Tina's the one that turned me on mm-hmm. to the rice vegetables. She started me off with the sweet potatoes, rice, sweet potatoes, and uh, it was, rice cauliflower. It, it was cauliflower and sweet potatoes together. No, the first one was just the sweet potatoes. No, it wasn't, honey. It's always been cauliflower and sweet potatoes. I have my fine. Well, I didn't you. see any cauliflower. <laughs> it's because it's rice. It's very small. The orange, of course, takes It's over. a different color. Listen to you. Bigger <laughs> back and forth. All right, now, really don't make me separate I, the two of you. <laughs> but, I know. Um, I usually buy, though. So, I have learned in the last 23 years, there's not very much that can separate us. Yeah, no, it's been a long time. There is a... I knew her before she opened the shop. Way before. <laughs> Another tip that I could give for Thanksgiving, and this is one that um, it's a bit more difficult to achieve, but it's way more beneficial aside from counting and, and paying attention to macros, is trying to make your meals from as fresh ingredients as possible. And organic. So like your box stuffings, for example, your stovetop. 
Um, mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't have said the brand name out loud, so I might have to bleep that out so they don't get us on this podcast. Um, when you read the ingredient labels, there's all kinds of things that we don't want in our meals. Um, you know, there's the preservative factor, there's the extra sodiums, there's the other other. So, I mean, if you can try to make your meals from fresh ingredients as possible, then that mm-hmm. kind of helps. Um, if you're using canned foods, paying attention to um, the ones that specifically say BPA-free. BPA is that chemical that has been linked to um, endocrine disruption, hormone imbalance, and potentially cancer, and they put that in the linings of the cans, um, mm-hmm. like your plastic cans and your or your plastic linings on the inside of your aluminum cans. Mm-hmm. They put that in plastic bottles, things like that. Don't microwave your meals in uh, on plastic dishes in the microwave. Um, so that's another quick tip is just trying to take the routine that you already have and try to, be I guess, be how mindful of how, of what ingredients you're using when you, yeah. when you go to make things, you know, shopping from the clean 15 and avoiding the dirty dozen. Um, the environmental working group publishes a list every year of the top 12 most contaminated foods with pesticides and herbicides and that's called the dirty dozen mm-hmm. um so if you you want to make sure that when you're buying the food from the dirty dozen list you are buying those from organically sourced so that you're avoiding those toxic chemicals the roundups and things like that so that's that's really important and i too. just have to inject something here we all know that money is tight for a lot of people right now and organic foods are expensive, more, more expensive so than, than normal. Mm-hmm. normal foods. You can still get fresh vegetables and stuff from the market. Um, farmers markets, roadside stands, they're, they're still doing all their harvesting now. Um, but for, say, the single mama who's trying to make Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner for her family, and has to be to work at five o'clock because she works at a gas one of the gas stations or, or big box stores or whatever. You're more prone to save money by buying boxed stuffing mm-hmm. and pre-made stuff. Quickly. And we understand that. Yes. So, you know, don't get mad at us. No. We do understand that. Yes. It's not always possible. And it's not. It's just suggestions. It's just, keep in mind that regardless of what you're serving, the day is about giving thanks for what you do have. Yes, exactly. And that, and that is also um, one of the last tips that I had on the list is taking the time to spend with your family mm-hmm. and experiencing gratitude, um, whether it be, you know, saying grace at the table, which is a family thing for us. You know, every, we have to say grace every year. It's it's beautiful. It was handed down to me from my aunt, and so now I'm the grace-sayer, mm. which still makes me so super nervous. Like, when I know that it's my turn to say grace, I'm like, I can never say it as good as she does, so I have to, like, you know, anyways. So, um, but gratitude journaling, you know, uh, making sure that you're telling your loved ones how much you love them and sharing the moments with them. That's what mm-hmm. the real meaning of Thanksgiving is about. That's right. It's spending time with the people that you love. 
and we letting them know how game. much you care about in my family, okay? <laughs> you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's always kind of funny when you're watching those football games with family and everyone picks sides and you're out. So you have the side rooting for one <laughs> and over here this group's rooting for the other. It's always kind of funny. Family dynamics are, are hysterical <laughs> a lot of times. I'll, I'll tell you, I, I grew up in a family with nine kids, if you include Billy. I miss you, Billy. Um, but, yeah, there was always this group and this group, pros and cons. And the arguments would go on forever until my mother said, shut up and put food in your mouth. <laughs> you know, because we weren't allowed to talk if we had food in our mouths. But see, our family arguments when I was younger would always start around the dinner table when we mm-hmm. were all eating. Because now we're all forced in the room together. We can't separate from each mm-hmm. other. And I, I watched as a young kid the topic of politics come up at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And then everybody would finish the dinner mad. Yeah. And I have made it a rule in my house, you come in my door, you do not talk politics. If no. you want to talk politics, you time. leave my house. At mm-hmm. any time. Because that's, that's <laughs> I have witnessed that, I've seen it, you know, it, and it's just, it's a destructive topic. Well, it's know? even at work. You don't discuss politics. You don't discuss religion. And what was the third one? I forgot what the third one was. Anyway, those were the two main Sex. ones. Oh, that doesn't mean it doesn't get discussed. Okay. <laughs> Politics, religion, that's at work. (laughs) Not proper dinner time conversation. (laughs) At home, nah, no, that's one of the subjects taboo. But at work, that doesn't mean we don't discuss in some way. Oh, we discuss everything here (laughs) in our break room. I mean, you know, our break room is like anybody else's break room. If it's just the girls, yeah. Um, But those are the things we will never really talk about on the podcast. Oh, it's funny. Yeah, we've had one guy that goes, I think they forgot I was a man. <laughs> no, he didn't. He we would didn't. turn blood red. He said, I think they forgot I'm here, that I'm a man. Okay, I would get so tickled. My family ritual is board games and cards and dice and stuff. We sit around the table. We talk a lot of smack to each other and laugh the whole entire time, but that's our thing. Of course, oh, you gosh. have you know some people that watch the football in the other room, but... Yeah, we sit around and play games. Who know? Those like plus two, plus four, you uh, know. We don't do sports in my house. I think that's why my daughter leaves right away after dinner when she comes down for Thanksgiving because she likes football. And mm-hmm. I couldn't care less about sports. Well, you know, the box chains, a lot of the box chains are closing for Thanksgiving this year and not opening really? until Black Friday. I've seen a lot of those. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. How nice. I don't know that all of them are, but I've seen a lot of posts that... Or closing early. They're closing on Thanksgiving and not opening until Black Friday. Well, a lot of them are well, trying Black to do Black Friday, Friday the next on day. Thanksgiving. Right. Well, you know, last year, stores are opening 5, 6 o'clock in the afternoon on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and forcing yeah. their employees to go work instead yeah. of spend time with their family. Mm-hmm. And that's terrible. So people could shop early. Yeah. Like, yeah. seriously? Yeah. And so, I mean, this year with COVID and everything, I really don't know how Black Friday... I'm a, I'm an avid Black Friday shopper. I'm not. I'm out there all the time. My you know, family 4 is. o'clock in the morning. I am not. But um, I don't go Thanksgiving. I always wait until Friday morning. Uh, but I don't I don't know how that's going to be this year. That's going to... It's kind of... I'm kind of weirded out about it. Well, yeah. people have asked me if I'm doing a Black Friday sale here. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have I think Black Friday sales are just I, I know everybody's looking for the bargain and to get in on the newest products first and all of that but I have a store that is full of so many breakables 
Oh, God. No. But we are doing Small Business Saturday. We are doing Small Business Saturday. We will be open Friday, but there will not be any Black Friday sale. We are closed Thanksgiving Day, however. Yeah. Because cooking takes long enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two days of it. My Black Friday shopping is sitting with a glass of wine at the computer, watching everybody um, lined up in front of the stores in the cold, waiting to get in while I'm doing the online sales and everything gets shipped to me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wonder, that would be more of the way I would do it. I wonder if that's what I'm going to have to do this year is do it Well, yeah, I'm not fighting. I don't of... want to be around all that Oh, anger man. Well, see, I've in. never in my life, I have me and a friend of mine uh, have been doing Black Friday shopping since... 2012 together mm-hmm. you know it's it's our thing we don't even we see each other maybe once a year outside of that and the but black friday is our thing you know um we have never ever seen any fights we have never It'll seen any trampled. pushing shoving <laughs> trampled no cussing that no anger happy. no nothing i have we've really never had a negative experience good but Not i have seen it in a lot bigger cities than yeah. what we have there here are... because they have they deliberately Knock have on wood. limited amounts of certain products right well and we also don't go to walmart <laughs> that's no. not yeah. on our shopping well, list so i love i love this. walmart but all of my walmart gets done online yeah. because i cannot go up there i just i go to pay my electric and water bill <laughs> and then i get a few things while i'm there but i try not to go too often exactly yeah. i try to avoid i will it. have two yeah. things on my list that i need from walmart and end up walking out with a basket full Oh, I know. I you want no. an all honesty. I have people. no willpower when, when it comes, comes to, to like going buying. to any store. Really, I've only made it out of Walmart five times in my entire life under a hundred dollars. Well, but here is, and we're we're gonna think, get ready I to think finish I've done up it once in my entire. Life. We're getting ready to finish up the episode, but I do want to say one thing right here because of the year that we have had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for this sure. is the time where we we always buy stuff for family on Christmas. You mm-hmm. know, we for the most part, if you can shop local, shop please local, shop please. local because there are a lot of local businesses right now that are struggling. struggling to survive because of the shutdowns and the virus and the pandemic and all of that. So um, now is just one of those times when we're going to have to go out and shop anyways. Um, Whenever you can make that conscious decision of what local business carries whatever mom, dad, brother, sister likes, how can you support that local business at the same time? Okay. Uh, Or gift cards. cards. That's me. Gift cards. One of the things Mm -hmm. we're going to throw out there. My grandchildren are... We have we point. have gift certificates for mm-hmm. all of the services: mm-hmm. Reiki, massage, teas, teas, mm-hmm. uh, Stephanie services, um, Jeannie services, Asen services, classes. So classes, it, it, we have gift cards for everything. Um, so most small businesses have some sort of a gift card or gift certificate that you can buy if you're not sure what to get. Yeah, a gift card for a local bakery or a local coffee shop or oh, yeah. um, you know, local restaurant, one that you know that is right down the street from you. You know the owners, they're really good people, um, and you don't want to see anything happen to their business. Go out there and buy a restaurant gift card for that local business and mm-hmm. gift it to your friends and family because those little things are what's going to help small businesses survive. 
I like a local artist too because then not only mm-hmm. is it unique, something you're not gonna find in your local mass store, mass produced, but it's someone who's actually creating beautiful yeah. pieces to support their family during these yeah. times. There's so. local jewelers. There's mm-hmm. local um, and skincare products. We've had many products. of them in here as local artisans to try and promote their businesses. Local so. candle makers. There's local everything. Mm-hmm. You can find whatever you can get at a Walmart. Woodworkers. There's some of the, some of the wood stuff. I mean, but whatever. Just about anything that you can get from a big box chain business. Mm-hmm. Try to find your local person first because they will have put their blood, sweat, and tears, hopefully no blood, seriously, um, into <laughs> making their <laughs> products and keeping their business open this year. I know there's been a lot of tears around that. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a really a, a really big thing for, for us right now So mm-hmm. as small businesses. So stay happy, stay healthy, have a wonderful holiday. Yeah. And we'll see you again next week. Gobble till you. Gobble till you wobble. Gobble, gobble. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening to the Muses of the Crystal Lotus. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professionals. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. Consult your physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall the Crystal Lotus shop, any guests or contributors to the podcast, be responsible for damages arising from use of this podcast. Until next time, healthy blessings.